In today's world, we see more and more conversation about protest and what forms are effective. The truth is that America was built by protests from the very start. However, when really looking at the history of protesting, a lot more can be learned about the achievements and benefits of it. So, which is more effective? Violent or nonviolent protests? And why? This is Sofia Martinez, and welcome back to We're Talking. So first, let's take a look at the history of both violent and nonviolent protests. The Sons of Liberty were an early group of patriots before the American Revolutionary War who were angry at the British monarchy and wanted independence. They are often regarded as one of the most American organizations in history. They fought for our independence, after all. But what many don't know is that they weren't exactly peaceful. In fact, they were often described as instigators who incited violence at the many protests they organized. They would run through the streets, setting fire to the homes of British officials and smashing windows wherever they went. They would tar and feather prominent loyalists as well. So, in fact, violent protests do seem to be the American way. On the other hand, nonviolent protests have also been a part of American history. A great example would be the Civil Rights Movement, led by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His philosophy was to always be peaceful with protests. This set the tone of the movement, which led to many changes across the United States, including desegregation, the end of Jim Crow laws, and a shift in the mindset of the country. In general, however, both types of protests have been proven to be effective and are deeply American. They both help achieve progress and, throughout history, have been effectively utilized by many people. So, why do protests become violent? When a group of people who feel like they have been wronged or ignored decide to do something about it, they want to be heard. And when they aren't heard and change is not put into place, people tend to get passionate and violence might occur. It is important to remember, however, that violence is not always started by the protesting side. For example, in 1970, a group of students peacefully protesting the Vietnam War at Kent State were mistakenly shot at by members of the National Guard. Four people died and nine more were injured. So, protests often become violent due to a mixture of passion and human error. Opinion time. What are people's reasons for supporting either violent or nonviolent protests? Those who support nonviolent protests believe that violence isn't the answer. They claim that if you want the other side to listen, you have to present it peacefully so as to be as less polarizing as possible. They believe that protests should stay professional. The side that supports violent protests as a valid form of protesting believes that sometimes people are left no choice and, as a last result, violent protests will make voices heard. They believe it is a way for people to change things or make things just when all other options have failed. And both of these sides have valid points. I personally think that both are effective and both are necessary sometimes.
overall, both nonviolent and violent protests have proven to be effective throughout history. Right now, with the things that are going on in America, it's easy to look at these polarizing issues and choose a side based on things that you have heard in the news or things that you choose to read online. However, a lot of times this just can't be the case, or it shouldn't be, because there are many, many sides to this conversation on protests. From the beginning, Americans have been protesting for their rights and the rights of other people around them. That is something that needs to be respected and taken seriously, whatever form it's in. Both peaceful and violent protests have proven to be effective and will continue to do so. My name is Sofia Martinez and this has been We're Talking.